0: Well, hello everybody, welcome to the Locust Golden Hour podcast. This podcast is about sharing stories, advice, tips, and all things surrounding university and student life. And as always, we'll take some time to introduce ourselves in case you don't know. So I'm your host, Christina, and I'm joined by a lovely guest today.
1: Sarah, would you like to introduce yourself? For sure. So hi, my name is Sarah. I am the Locust House Council Advisor for the First Year Leadership Program. I'm also going to my fourth year of the Community Health Program.
0: Awesome. Thanks. So we have some, we have like icebreaker questions that we go through just so people can learn a little bit about you. Usually it's a silly question. This is one that people ask all the time, but I think it's still interesting to talk about. If you could have any superpower or skill instantly, what would you choose?
1: Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, I feel like it'd be kind of cool to either fly or like read people's minds oh
0: yeah but like if you fly it would it be like cold in the winter time
1: if you have somewhere to go I mean I guess so (laughs) that's why I said or read people's minds I don't know which one is the better option
0: read people's minds is cool
1: both are cool I feel like you hear people's thoughts so it might be a little much but (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna be able to like handle people are thinking yeah
0: I would probably, like, a superpower, probably, like, to be able to bend time or something like that.
1: Oh, that's good I like that.
0: I've always thought about, like, you know, in class where the prof is looking for an answer and nobody knows it, so then they say the answer. I would, like, hear them say the answer for the first time Feel be like, I know it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a good way to use it.
0: <laughs> I always thought that would be interesting. So, I guess we can get into the topic of the episode. So there is already a Waterloo-specific episode about how you can get involved at Laurier. But right now, we're going to talk more Brantford-specific, talking generally about getting involved and specific clubs and things that Brantford has to offer. So, Sarah, what were you involved in in your first year?
1: Uh, I was involved with the First Year Leadership Program. Um, So I was on Art Hawks in my first year, which was a really great experience to get involved with um and I met so many different people just outside of like my residence apartment my floor um and then even just outside my program so it was really great to meet so many people like around the campus in first year that's cool
0: I was in FYLP too I was on Art Hawks as well actually (laughs) because you were a year above me I believe right yeah yeah (laughs) so I believe on Waterloo it's called just the Art Council or something I believe so um, but yeah, so for those of you listening who
1: don't know, um, what is FYLP? What does it stand for? <laughs> so FYLP, like I said, it's a first year leadership program. Um, and basically, it's just an amazing opportunity for incoming students to get involved right away, right in their first year at Laurier, um, and meet so many different students and gain leadership experience. Um, basically, that kind of sums it up. But I like to also kind of compare it to like a student council in high school, so this council here at Lori, it's a bunch of different themed councils and you're creating events. Um, it's events by first years for other first years. So the council is made up of all people who are in their first year. So you can have a president, vice president um, and then other, so many other roles and there's can be represented. So there's definitely a great way to gain that leadership experience and go out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah, I would recommend it to anyone. <laughs> Yeah, me too. So I was
0: a community rep in my first year for my residence floor. So basically, like what I did was put posters up on my floor where I needed to or like talked at floor meetings and stuff. Um, But there's more than just art hawks, too. There's what do we what else do we have at Brantford?
1: Um, We have athletic and wellness, sustainability and social change, Brantford Residence Council, and then the Locust I would be Locust House Council. Oh, yeah
0: so uh, the locust suits that are listening you could get involved in like any of those or the locust house council too you can can you, you can be in locust house council and
1: another yeah one, right so you're able to be um, a locust house council representative as well as um, be on the campus council so art Hawks sustainability or athletic and wellness um, so you really can choose which one or rank your preference um, for applications. Yeah, so I don't know when you're posting this video, but the applications for FYLP close on September 14th. So, do you have any cool stories
0: about being involved in FYLP in first year? I think I have a couple.
1: The one big event that I remember from my first year was when we did a coffee house at the end of the year in just the Research Academic Center lobby. Um, It was a really cool event to run and there's so many different people that showed up, like, just kind of doing music talents. It was really cool. Some people, I've never, like, thought that they would be able to sing or do whatever they did, and it was really cool to see it, um, and it was just a great time. I just, overall, I love the experience, because I, like, enjoyed creating those events and running different events and having fun with it, and like I said, meeting so many people that I probably wouldn't have done, and I wasn't that involved in high school, so I didn't know where to start, and this, the actual LP gave me a great opportunity to, like, start right off in university figuring that out because I was very shy in high school and didn't know exactly what to do. And that helped me kind of figure that out. Yeah, I think it was my
0: residence, don that told me to apply to FLP. And I was like, I have no, what is F- Philip? I don't know what that <laughs> is. Um, but then I'm glad I was in it because I also met a lot of people that like, I still talk to you today. And I remember my year did a coffee house too. And by the end of the night, like it was mostly just council that was there, but we were having like a Disney sing-along because we had all the equipment. We had some cookies, some hot chocolate, and it was just like a really good night. Also in RCW lobby. Yeah. Um, I remember also a haunted house. I don't know if your year did something similar, but Art Hawks collaborated with a bunch of other residents. a bunch of other councils one of them was the residence council um and we did a haunted house in the basement of post house and i'm a scaredy cat so i didn't go through it i was just the person that let them through the door <laughs> and gave them flashlights but yeah that, that was fun that's um, pretty cool yeah making all those events for other first years sometimes it's like only council people that go but it's still fun
1: you still just enjoy it and you get to make, like, you, one of my closest friends I met through Art Hawks and we just did so many different things throughout our rest of our undergrad together, which is really cool to kind of look back and see that's where we started and now where we are now. It's just kind of fun.
0: That's so fun. And then, like, you get to meet weekly, too.
1: Yeah. So, Even-
0: so you, it gives you something to do
1: and a break from your studying, which is really fun, too
0: yeah i remember i used to dread them sometimes just because i'd be like tired but then as soon as you get there everybody's some people are tired but like everybody's there so it's fun regardless
1: um even last year they did it virtually so yeah so even like the zoom meetings is still like From the students I talked to from last year, they really enjoyed the opportunity because we got to connect with so many students, even like virtually and gave them like a place to kind of talk to people outside of just academics and really get to know people. From what I've heard, a bunch of them are roommates now. So they met over Zoom and now they're living together this year, which is fun. Wait, that's actually really good (laughs) because I
0: remember people being worried about how they're going to meet people to live with. So yeah. I think one of the places people meet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go at Beach. And I don't know about you, but so I was uh, I was in residence in my first year. I was on Expo Five, if in case people care. <laughs> um, so I wasn't a Locust student, but then I decided to be a Locus OCA in my second year because of my art Hawks advisor. Um, she was a Locus OCA and she told me to apply for Locus because it would be fun. So thanks to FYLP for that too, getting involved in LOCUS. What about you because you were
1: in residence? I was in residence, actually I was also in Expo 5. No way. First yeah, <laughs> 503 in yeah. case you're wondering. Um, but I just applied to LOCUS because I love my roommates I was with in first year and I want to continue living with them but I also wanted to do the experience of being an OCA. Um, or like residents, this residents, life. Dawn, I wanted that kind of experience of leading students in the community. So um, that's kind of how locus came about. So I did that in my third year. Um, and then now I'm doing House Council Advisor this year. But it was really my advisor from Art Hawks who pushed me into doing so many opportunities I would have not otherwise considered. Because um, like I said, I was very shy. I didn't like going in my comfort zone. So that opportunity really gave me that opportunity to kind of push myself to go do things, try new things that I wouldn't have otherwise thought to do. And I really would say thanks to my oh, my um, advisor and my donor residents. Wait, that's
0: so good. Get <laughs> the most out of your Laurie experience, you know. <laughs> so what other extracurriculars are there to join? I know there's a bunch of clubs, student
1: unions, things. Were you in any of those? So there are a ton of ways you can involve. involved, is just one of them. There's also the Students' Union where they have over like a hundred plus clubs, committees and associations. So you could be a part of like your um, program association. So like for ours, it's Health Studies Student Association, but there's like a Criminology Student Association. There's a Digital Media Journalism Student Association. Basically for every single program, there's an association for that. And they just run different um, events for more specifically to your program, which is fun. Um, there's also like different clubs and committees. That basically any club you can think of, there is. And if you it, if it isn't there, you just need nine other friends, and you can make your own club, um, which is fun. And in terms of committees, there's a bunch of different ones that you can get involved with um, and join as well for the year, which is cool. I remember hearing that you could create a club as long as you have like nine other
0: people, and I was like, wait, that's so sick because I remember my. Um, my art hawks uh, advisor was the one who was like, if you and your friends like pizza, you could make a pizza club and then you have funny to get pizza. <laughs>
1: something as have, simple as that. Because it's make still- a nap club. You can make a cheese yeah. club. You can make whatever club you want. As long mm-hmm. as you have nine other people, you can go with it. A cheese club. My lactose intolerance,
0: but not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because it's even if you create a club that's something silly that's still getting involved, you'll have meetings, you know. Technically it's
1: like a school thing, right? I think yeah. there's a website called The Nest where it lists literally all the clubs and associations that you can like join. So if you're ever looking for kind of which ones you're interested in, it's all listed there on the student union website which is kinda, it's
0: easy mm-hmm. to kind of check all those out. And people usually think that since Brantford's a smaller campus, there's less clubs and stuff and less opportunities in the Waterloo campus, but there's actually still a lot that you can join in Brantford. Like I remember in high school, I was in like a vocal jazz group. I did all the music stuff. And then I found that there was an acapella group, like, you know, like typical pitch perfect kind of thing. Brantford has an acapella group. So um, I was going to join that, but my meetings did like um, conflict with some other
1: things, but yeah. There's endless opportunities. And if like sports is your thing, there's also a ton of sports clubs. Like they have intramurals, extramurals, the sports clubs, and varsity. So like there's many ways you can get involved through in sports, um, whether whatever your skill level is. Like I'm not a great sports person, but like um, the sports clubs are below like intramural. So you can get do whatever sport you want. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's esports stuff too. There is, there is
0: esports too. Yeah. <laughs> um there's also the food bank and foot patrol I know that in my first year I used the food bank thing um from the students union so there's like lockers and I forget which building it is on campus but well,
1: it's the students union building I'm okay and yeah. also the food bank coordinator this year so oh okay I do you want to talk about the food that. bank um basically the gist of it is um it's does not depend on your financial need it's more like if you want food or you're not able to run to the grocery store you can order a package online and then it'll be in the locker for you to pick up um and there's a beautiful limit of five packages per term that you can order and it's basically just free food that you can get (laughs) yeah i
0: remember i used it a couple times in first year it's like honestly just go for it. <laughs> like you it's there. all kinds of snacks and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, it's there. You might as well use it. I remember I think it's granola bars or something like that, that you could get from there. I got it just for the granola bars because they're good. <laughs> <Fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's foot patrol that you can volunteer for. Um, foot patrol is a service that's offered so you don't have to walk home alone at night on campus. I don't remember how you access foot patrol, but you can get
1: someone to walk with you at night so you don't go alone. And the new initiative I believe they're inputting this year is that um, they can track you virtually. So instead of having someone walk with you from one building to the other, they can track you through the Safehawk app and like they'll call you and like track your location so they know you're going the route that you guys agreed on and are going from like point A to point B. They also have a van too. So if you're like doing the walking initiative, then you could get them to drive you too. So lots yeah. of resources there <laughs> technology that's pretty sick
0: <laughs> and for those of you listening if you haven't downloaded the safe hawk app already you should probably do that because it gives you updates on what's going on on campus um and if you don't feel safe there's like a big red button on the app that you can
1: press um, that notifies help yeah There's also the COVID-19 self-assessments on there that you have to fill out to come on campus anyways. So definitely recommend getting that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: Let's see, what other leadership opportunities can people get involved in in their first year? I remember other than FYLP or like House Council, Golden Hawk Challenge or what's called in Waterloo Campus Hawk Weekend
1: was so much fun in my first year. Yeah and that's run by all the FLP councils and so like basically all the first it's basically like another orientation week just in a weekend so all the councils are running a bunch of different fun events and then yeah you're just gonna go do all these cool events and hang out with a bunch of people which is a lot of fun. I remember in my first year we were like running around a campus doing like a scavenger hunt or amazing race thing it was kind of fun we were all just like Cheering, running down the streets of Brantford, um, going to all these different locations, trying to win an amazing race. <laughs> the Brantford locals are like, What
0: are these people dressed up in fun colors, like doing running around? <laughs> it was a fun time. <laughs> I remember my first year, we did uh, capture the flag. So um, it's all the residence buildings plus locus, And then we each have our own flag and we had to hide it like around our building or somewhere around campus. We had like people guarding. It felt like We were, like, on an elementary school, like, playground. (laughs) It was so much fun. Um, So, yeah, that usually happens in, like, February, January, February. Yeah. So, you have a week at the beginning of the year, and then you have Golden Hawk Challenge. Which is just as much fun. (laughs) I believe in the past. I don't remember who won last year. But the year before that, it was Expo. All I'm saying is Locusts can win this year. (laughs) We can make it happen. We can make it happen. Wow, there's like so much else that we could talk about about getting involved. Do you have any tips for people who are shy? Because I I know I'm a shy, like introverted person. I don't know about you, but like my tip is to just um, put yourself out there and not be afraid because at the start of first year, everybody is afraid. Everybody is nervous because we're all going to meet new people and whatnot. But if you put yourself out there, you will like, Open yourself to a lot of opportunities, because I don't think I would
1: have joined the things that I did if it wasn't for not being afraid to put myself out there. I would definitely second that. Like, I was shy in high school. Like, high school me would not and could not imagine the stuff I'm involved with now. Like, and that's just because I've slowly over the years um, got more comfortable being in a leadership position and took on more responsibilities. But in first year, like, I just started with the first year leadership program and being on a council. And I was a community representative. And by the end of it, I told my advisors, I realized I could have done like a higher position, like a VP role um, of what, because there's many VP roles on the council. So like, I figured I could have done one of those by the end of it. I felt like confident in my skills. But right at the beginning of first year, I didn't think I could do it because I just was very shy and didn't know how to go to my comfort zone. So that just gave me that kind of a little bit of a push to really... Go out of your comfort zone and like figure out that and university is a space for like just figuring yourself out and figuring out what you like to be involved with so definitely recommend like pushing yourself and getting involved with in many different things you'll realize you can take on more than you initially thought that you could take on um with like balancing everything like at first i thought it'd be a lot just being on a council and then my academics and i realized i could do a bit more so i joined like two other clubs And it seemed like a lot, but in reality, it wasn't because like the meetings are like once a week, once every two weeks event here and there. Like it's not that much, but it just gives you an opportunity to like meet new people, which is so much fun to do in university. And the campus is so small, like it's big, but it's small at the same time, because everyone who is involved in things are involved in so many different things. So you realize you get to know so many people just very easily. And then you can walk down the street and wave hi to anyone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I kind of love that about our campus. Like you you see people you know, you just like nod
1: because you know each other. In and previous years, I couldn't walk down, like I would leave a little bit early just to say hi to people as I'm going to class because there's not a point where I wouldn't say like see someone I knew, which was always yeah. gives you that kind of like community feeling that Lori has.
0: Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was going to university, people would tell me like school, like university is not just academics. And I was like, I don't know what you mean because like it's university, right? But they meant the clubs and getting involved and things like that. And a lot of people also think that if you don't live in residence, you don't get a full experience. But with Locus, that's what also I love about Laurie, the whole Locust program um, and all the other things you can join, you do get that whole experience with meeting people. And it's just like... Well, I don't know where it would be if I was only just focused on academics, you know.
1: It gives you, being involved gives you that chance to get out of your room and go talk to people and have that social interaction. Even over Zoom and this whole pandemic that we're in, it still gives you the opportunity to connect with people. And that's why I really love about, especially in this past year, is I didn't mind having to go on a Zoom call for a club or a meeting or whatever else because I was seeing other people's faces outside of just my bedroom and got to like have the, that social connection
0: mm-hmm. and like even if you don't choose to get involved in clubs or stuff still attend the events because yeah. because they're really fun to go to and you could win prizes who knows
1: <laughs> and uh, typically you can walk through like research Academic Center lobby without having some booth there there's always something going on in that lobby um that you'd always have to stop and check out and usually they would have free food so mm-hmm. or something <laughs> and when things start to move in person
0: and we can walk through the rcw lobby there's even like different this is kind of off topic but there's even like different vendors for stuff there's some people that like sell jewelry i remember there's this one club that was like he could play mario kart on the switch in the lobby um he had a lot of free stickers and, and temporary tattoos and stuff like that. Sarah, do you have any tips about balancing extracurriculars with school, though? Because I know we talked about it's good to have both. But like, how do you balance it, especially yeah. if you also work like a part time job or something?
1: Yeah, definitely keeping yourself organized. is a huge thing. Um, and it can change. Like what I did in first year, keep myself organized, changed by second year and then third year. And now going to fourth year, it just changes each time because you realize different ways to keep yourself organized. Like for myself, I like to have like a whole whiteboard of everything that I'm listing of what I need to do that day. And I have a calendar whiteboard of like for the whole month so I can see. And then I also have it on my phone. So it's like portable, But I have other friends who, like, having a notebook or agenda that they can write everything down there. It's just really what you feel that, like, meets your needs. Um, But there's, like, so many ways to kind of keep yourself organized. It's just being able to adapt yourself to that. And I had to figure that out going into first year because I didn't. It was changed a lot since, like, high school. Like, university and high school are quite different how you kind of figure that out. Um, But you realize, like, I found I could manage way more than I thought initially when i was trying to figure out what i could get involved with i could do more than i thought cuz it didn't actually seem like that much and i enjoyed it so then i'm like okay i can do this
0: <laughs> yeah like work ethic is always dynamic like it changes based on what you feel like works for you which changes every year like personally i'm a organization planner kind of person so i also have a month like whiteboard where i see everything for the upcoming month but then i also do to do lists for each day plan out the week what i'm doing so it will seem like kind of overwhelming to especially just starting university and getting used to it to have your academic stuff and then also all your club meetings but like you said earlier it's only like one meeting once every week or every other week or something and then an event here and there. So it shouldn't get too busy, just as long as you can
1: balance it and just remember to have fun with it. And a great way just to, like it's a little bit off topic, but kind of a side step, Um, a great way to keep your academics all like organized is I like to go to the Learning Skills Development Center and you can bring them all of your syllabi. So like your course outlines and they'll put in like on one piece of paper for the entire term, all of your due dates, assignments, whatever in one simple like calendar on one piece of paper so i'll just stick that to my wall so i have somewhere to look every single day or whatever to see what's upcoming so i don't miss any assignments so that helps me keep organized with my school stuff so then when i'm adding extracurriculars on top of it it's not as overwhelming so you're not trying to remember meeting times and when your assignments are due because you have that and they can help you organize like a reading schedule and a weekly schedule. So they're very good at helping you stay organized and color code everything, which is great because I love colors. (laughs) Yeah,
0: It is really useful, like to go in with your, I always want to say syllabuses, (laughs) (laughs) so you can check all your due dates and stuff. Um, Yeah, that's a great resource to use. And also, if you are struggling with um, organizing everything, don't be afraid to devise up like what responsibilities you do have for certain clubs and things if you said you were going to go to the dollar store to help get materials for an event and you feel really busy you could uh like divide it up with your friend your friend can get the can get the rest of the things from another store or something like that just don't be afraid to ask for help when you're struggling from other people in your club or your council and whatnot
1: Definitely a key point. Yeah. communication is huge. Being able to like ask for help and just be open and transparent of saying what's going on. Then people are way more understanding and completely okay with like if you have a midterm coming up that you can't attend an event or like help out as much as you initially thought you could because you need to study, people are understanding towards that because academics are important. It's just being able to communicate that and let them know. And then it's completely fine because everyone's on the same boat. So
0: yeah, everybody is lucky struggling, but Get into it so <laughs> that's university life do you have any of the other stories sarah any fun stories to share about your involvement your time at laurier
1: because you're in your last year right yeah so, um well there's, so there's so many separate talks that you could talk about um i love talking about orientation week just because it's always been a fun way to get involved um and it's like only one week so like if you really want to get involved like right at the beginning and then that's it you can do orientation week as like an icebreaker in upper years. I loved it as a first year. And then I loved it even more as the second year being an icebreaker because you're just able to be all full of colorfulness of your or week color and like be kind of crazy, but it's okay because you're an icebreaker and people don't look at you as weirdly. Um, but it's always a fun time. You just got to meet people. Like I said, that's, being orientation week gave me an opportunity to meet more people than I did in the first year going like in second year when I was an icebreaker because there's so many people who are just full of energy and want to be involved to be there which is why I always recommend to get involved because you're being, meeting people who also want to be involved and also want to do things and it's really this a lot of people get involved in multiple things so it's not just you thinking you're weird for being involved in like three different things because a lot of people are.
0: <laughs> Oftentimes it's more fun than you know not being involved at all. And it's fun to have paint on your face and to cheer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even if you're a shy person like I am, I'm not much of a cheer person, but I still participated because it was fun. So I'm not sure when this episode is coming out, but there are some things in orientation week with how you can get involved. you want to talk a little bit about that, Sarah?
1: yeah so um on like during orientation week, there'll be at least two days of the get involved fair so there'll be different booths set up of the different clubs and committees and different things happening around campus that um you might want to get involved with so it's a great way to kind of attend those and you can see what you might be interested in put your name on a list get emails about it and then see if that's what you want to get involved with um outside orientation week. Um, there is the, like the students union is doing hiring for their committees. So such as foot patrol, Shinorama, food bank, peer connect, healthy lifestyles. I think there might be even a couple others, um, that you can apply for as like a general member, executive member, that kind of thing. It's a very simple application, so don't stress about that. It's just for their system, um, so nothing to be overly stressed about. But that's just one way to get involved. There's also a ton of clubs that you don't necessarily have to apply where you just kind of sign up and join. Um, but all those, I believe, are listed on the NEST. So you can get to that through the Students Union website, which is yourstudentsunion.ca, I believe. Um, and you can find the list of all the different clubs and committees and associations, which... Um, You can just kind of email them to find out how to join and they'll be happy to accept you on the club or committee, whatever it's because people love having more people on their different clubs. Yeah. So
0: if you feel worried that you like miss the deadline or miss the club fair during orientation week, clubs are always welcoming new members because they want people to join. So it's never too late to get involved, even if it's your fourth year and you haven't done anything for the past three years, you can still join. I think that's pretty much it. We've talked a lot about how to get involved, different clubs, um, FYLP and LOCUS. So thank you for being on this episode, Sarah. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) It was a lot of fun to have you. Um, So for those of you listening, if you do want to listen to a more Waterloo specific one about things you can get involved, there is an episode. I'm not sure when it's up, if this one's up before or not. But um, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you watch your podcasts. And we'll see you next time. Until then, stay golden. Bye.